Hello and welcome to another episode of the Sports Council Podcast. I'm your host, Matt, and I'm here with Gav, G, and Nando for this fantasy football episode. After two weeks of the 2021 NFL season, we break down who's in the slump and who you can dump before it's too late. Then, with week three on the horizon, we are back with more fantasy advice. We'll give you our insight on the starts and sits on all 16 matchups this week for your fantasy lineup. We'll also update you on our listener league and dive into some fantasy football council. It is September 21st, 2021, and this is the 31st episode of the show. All right, guys, I'm feeling pretty good, honestly, myself. I went 5-1 and one in my leagues, and uh, Nando, I know you did the same. I think you went 6-0, and oh, right? Yeah, I went 6-0 and oh, thanks to DeAndre Swift. Yeah, unluckily for me, he didn't get 25 points like I needed. Otherwise, it would have been the same. I just hate that Aaron Jones got all the touchdowns yesterday, dude, and uh, Devontae Adams didn't get anything. Well, he didn't get still had like 19. Like yeah, yeah, but still, I needed like I needed I needed him to get two touchdowns. That's all I asked: two touchdowns and one any one of those scoring drives. It was like a tough order, though. Who yeah, cares? That's, that's, yeah, that's, Dude, that's, Devon, that's Adams and that's Adams and freaking Rogers. That's what they do. Not this year. This year is the Aaron Jones show. It oscillates every year. Uh, Aaron got two years ago. Then Devontae got this year last season. So it's Aaron Jones again. Because Rogers is sped. I swear. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and with that note, I think we're about ready to get into the sleep relief. Uh, do you want to take things? Yeah, I'll take them from here and, you know, give you guys an update on how the matchups went for the first week. Um, go start off with mine because that's the first one on my phone. Um, I got my first win this week and barely by 10 points against certified Charger boy. Um, you know, that was a great win, much needed. Our co-host Matt here also won, to improving to a 2-0, and giving no one a break here. Only scoring 117 points, which is not that good compared to the rest of the league. Only the started AB, man. AB yeah. got two points after that like ridiculous performance on the bench last year. <laughs> That's fantasy football for you. Oh, my God. And, you know, we got Gav, who scored the third most in our league this week, lost to Dylan. Um, crazy matchup, 147 to 159, <laughs> which is pretty sad, but it is fantasy football as well for you. I know. Stupid defense. Same time, yeah. did you see that? Cooper Cup, Tyler Lockett. <laughs> and Josh That's Jacobs, a, Dylan is studying Josh he Jacobs. Jacob. He put, I mean, he put Jacobs <laughs> on. This is disrespectful. He's even needs to start running back. He was, giving, he was giving you a free 10 points. And, yeah. Honestly, bro. Oh, then, my God. Then we also had Nando, who won um, almost all our analysts today or um, this week won, except for Gaff. Not a shocker. Um, <laughs> Stephen, you know. yo, it's because that little <laughs> midget of a man freaking, uh, oh, my God, the, the, or the Washington Redskins uh, second back. What's his name? Hey, we don't call him McKissick. Oh, yeah. McKissick, I swear to God, I, I hope that you have a good life. Wow, that's very nice of you to say. Because uh, I'm going to come and end it. There it is. <laughs> we'll continue. And next, we have Simple Jack, who beat Vivek. And uh, we had Andrew, who scored the most this week with 183. That is very impressive. You know, he had... Ryan Tannehill had a quarterback, only get him 13, but, you know, he had Aaron Jones 
Man, McLaurin, Stefan Diggs, great points for him. Uh, 183. You think you're going to see anything higher than that this next coming week? Yeah, yeah I'm scoring you. 200. You're scoring 200? Oh, I'm, scored, I'm, I'm scoring 8.1 trillion. I mean, you could try, but I think you should start off with maybe like 150 and get a win. <laughs> yeah, I won last week. Okay, bro. It sounds stupid. Hey, and next week, you know, we can look forward to me versus Gav. The first oh, that's a, that's a big, right. big, big week for uh, us here. Sports Council. Predictions is uh, very tight here. Um, you don't look into too much into that, but, you know, always fun to look at. <laughs> How we feel about our matchups this week? Uh, I'm up against my buddy Bryant. I um, hope I get the win, but I have a two-point projection right now over him, which is not great. Tight matchups then, huh? Yeah. Let me see who's on your. I need. I need. I need some players to start performing the way they should be. You know, we'll get into it early to later who it is, but man. you already know who it is, dude. He's little Homer. Hey, 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 hey. Yeah. No, no need to spoil anything. <laughs> I mean, let's just get right into you, it. You ruined a bunch of. You ru- honestly, you ruined uh Matt. He's screwed. What are you talking about? Your team sucks, dude, in our other league. You're done, Zo, bro. And Zeke, oh, yeah. Talk about a horrible call. <laughs> guys hitting on everybody right now. All I'm happy is that uh, Patriots won, baby. Against what? Zach Wilson? Four picks. Zach Wilson. Let's go. That's what we get impressed by nowadays. Yeah. Nah, dude, we've been down in the dumps for way too long, bro. I'm telling uh, you, Patriots season. We're back. What do you mean down in the dumps, bro? What? <laughs> <laughs> We've been down for too long. One year. <laughs> Spoiled. It's too long. I Spoiled. can't take it. Lakers and Patriots. Man. Yeah, that's a crazy. I wonder how you became a fan of those teams. It's because I'm Filipino, so I gotta be a, a Lakers fan. But I'm also culture, so I gotta be a Boston fan. Makes no sense. They're on goddamn opposite coasts, and you know that. <laughs> Yo, I'm Mr. Worldwide, bro. Yeah. Dolly. Okay. Well, so two weeks in, and we've seen some players continue to. Um, well, we've seen week one players that busted, such as Derrick Henry and Aaron Rodgers. They went off for week two, and some players from week one have continued to slide down. And we're going to talk about those disappointments more because, you know, it just makes more sense to talk about them at this point. Because you were sounding the panic alarm. You're either trying to cut them or you're trying to trade them or you just don't know what to do with them. So we're going to pick out three of them, three, pre- three pretty high picks for your fantasy team at this moment. I'm going to play a little game I like to call slump or chump. Either we believe that these guys are in a slump right now and they're going to get better as the season goes on and you just got to wait and hold on these guys. Or they're chumps and you just got to ditch them before their stock falls too low. So Pretty simple concept. Yeah, yeah. By the way, I think the like winner of this last year would have been Kenyon Drake at this point. I was just absolutely done with that man uh, last year, even in yeah. week two. I didn't draft him because I wanted to. You're lucky. Then. I just had to get him. So first on the list and probably the highest pick of these three, Saquon Barkley. Uh, he did not have a very good game against Denver, and he followed that up with a 41-yard run against the Washington football team and then proceeded to do really nothing else on Thursday night. And now he faces the Atlanta Falcons next week, and we're probably going to get into that a little bit more in depth as we progress. But 
what do you think right now? Is he just in a slump? Is he just recovering from his ACL tear? Is he going to get better? He's definitely recovering from his ACL tear, dude. Cause like he's not making those cuts, those jump. He just doesn't, it doesn't look like he's trusting he, Like he's scared, hesitant. He doesn't want to break anything, you know? And I so I, I think that he's just like resting. He's not trying to unlock the beast. Sadly, I I'm thought gonna, he was going to. I'm going to double down with you guys. And yeah, I agree. I think it's just a slump. You have to remember that Washington played on Thursday and they had a short game week. on Sunday, right? They had a short week. And a man coming off a 20 ACL, it was his first game. He's not going to be ready in three days like a regular NFL player would be to play the second game of Thursday, right? So usually, you know, this Thursday, now he's been rested all at Friday, Saturday, and Sunday off, extra three days in the football week is a lot to get rested up. This is probably his best chance other than the bye week to really get it going. And I think the matchup is great this week too. With yeah, the dude, Falcons. the Falcons suck. I would, I would really try to buy in on Saquon. If you think, if you're thinking about trading for him or, you know, keeping him, I would try and say keeping him or try to go trade for him just because of the sense that he's finally going to get the rest, rest he needed and get that workload and he'll be good. Cause you know, he had the 41 yard rush. That's what he did his first year when he was great. He had those big runs and, you know, the rest of the game would be kind of two to three yard carries. And then one big run that usually got a most of his fantasy value. So you just got to, you know, hope that comes back and Falcons are a great place to start off. Well, I definitely think they, they I think that Saquon bounces back this week, but I don't know if I would buy him. Depends on how much I'm selling. Like I wouldn't give up. Like I maybe would give, I, I, I give up Swift. Oh, I don't know. So, what I'm thinking of, I, I also personally believe that it's a slump. But at the same time, I don't think you're going to get that value that you got in the first yeah. round. He's not going to be that RB1 for you. It's just really hard to believe in him. I like the matchup with the Falcons. And you probably just saw his two hardest matchups with the uh, Washington football team as well as the Broncos. But I just don't think that that offensive line is going to support him all too much. I don't think that the Giants are going to be enough to be in games to be able to, like, run the ball as much. And, you Scripps know, never the, said, yeah. Exactly. So if even if he gets 100% of the carries, it's just hard for me to believe in him right now as an RB1. I'd look to trade for him if I was another team. But, yeah, where do you draw that line? Would you trade, let's say, those RB2, RB3 ranges in, say, like, David Montgomery is your – uh, Chris Carson's, your Josh Jacobs, would you be able to, would you want to trade them for Barkley at this point? No. I would, I would trade them. I would trade like a RB3 and like an a, a wide receiver too. Oh, no, I mean, Carson's, it's, it was just like the Titans, well, even though their defense is kind of, he had two touchdowns. What you mean, bro? That's like, that's, 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 that's the most fluky type of week. So those are the ones that are like, you know, it's just if he didn't get those two carries, like he you know, like he had no fantasy points that week, basically. He had like thirty other yards other than the two touchdowns he had. What is the limit then? Okay, points is say? points. Would you say RB two range? Like yeah. um Yeah. Mm, ah, man, maybe, I would maybe stop around Antonio Gibson level. Yeah. That's another kind of a disappointment right now. Um, right. Yeah. Would you do a straight swap of Gibson for Barkley? Mm-hmm. No, I wouldn't. Yeah. I wouldn't. I would. I just, I don't. Tiebreaker? I think I like, oh, I don't know. I feel like if Fitzpatrick was there, I would like Gibson more, but it's just a toss up between Saquon and Gibson, to be honest. I don't really want either or on my team. I just take Gibson right now for upside. 
If I, I had to, I'd probably pick Gibson. Yeah, yeah, that's a I hard just, one. I mean, we know that Gibson is a B. I know. I mean, both of them are Bs. It's just the O line is way better for Washington. Uh, and I, I get the Fitzpatrick like case, but I don't know. I just like Saquon doesn't look right right now. He looks like he's scared, timid. He doesn't want to hurt himself. So I don't know if he's giving me that hundred percent like Gibson is. Saquon owners, I suggest you don't trade him, but maybe keep him in like that flex bench area right now. I'd if you probably could get play him against the Falcons, him. but you know that's it. If you could get a Gibson or like a Carson, I would I would trade. Like I would give up I Saquon. Think you guys are, I think you guys are sleeping on Saquon. <laughs> I mean, my prediction was that he was going to play like AP, I'm but sleeping. it just doesn't look like. I'm just absolutely done with him. This <laughs> yeah. button. Wait, to rest. Take, yeah, he needs to take those earrings off, bro. I don't know. And, um, <laughs> and we'll just hit the gym more. <laughs> okay, next one. Brandon Ayuk of the San Francisco 49ers. This especially hurts considering he's one of my guys coming into the season. But so far, he's put up a whopping zero points in the first game and a 0.6 points in the second game. If you are on standard, if you were on PPR, you got lucky and you got 1.6 points from him in week two. So what do we make of this right now? You probably didn't spend as much as you did on say a Saquon Barkley, but he's more likely your wide receiver two or wide receiver three. So would you hold on to him or not? Um, hmm. I don't know. I just, I think that, you know, it, I don't know what Shanahan is doing. I'm pretty sure he's just like, I don't know. You, you're you the resident Niners fan. You tell me, dude. Oh, man. I, I, I hope he doesn't come back for Debo's sake, but, you know. I think that the issue with the Shanahan offense is that everyone's going to get theirs, and that's the problem, if everyone's healthy. If everyone is not healthy, that's also not great. But what you saw in IU's production last year was no Kittle, no Debo for the majority of the uh, season. So he was able to produce a lot. And that's the only concern I had for him when he was uh, being drafted so high is because you're expecting that same amount of production, but this time with Kittle, with Debo. And you're expecting a breakout season from Ayu. It's not just, you know, the same numbers he put up, which is already decent last season, but you'd expect the breakout at that draft pedigree. So right now, I don't think it's going to get this bad. And he's probably not going to get zeros on your board for the rest of the season. But at the same time, I think I would sell him basically after the next game. If I try to, if he produces next game or the next game after that, I just try to sell him as fast as I can because I don't think I could trust Ayuk at this point. Because if everyone's healthy, once again, I feel like the only way he's going to get that potential again is if everyone's not healthy. Shanahan takes him out of the doghouse for whatever reason he put him in there. And, you know, he just goes off because part of the reason why also is that Ayuk didn't play a lot with Jimmy as well. So I don't know if that connection is there at this point. So we'll just have to see about that. But I, I try to sell him as fast as I could at this point, not at this level, but once he, but once I, have a, I have a question for you, Matt. So Ayuk, would, would you say this is the lowest point in his season right now? Like you said, I, right? It's hard to get worse. You know, it's literally like he's averaging like, 0.8 points a game right now. Right. Exactly. So wouldn't I feel like now would be a great time if at all you think you had any like upside that you still see there? 
this is I feel like the best time if you think to buy on buy on Bernard you because you're probably not going to get him for any lower you know because oh, any yeah. week that he has a good performance you know his value is going to go back up and people are going to get back hype on him which is making him harder to trade for so if you really want to like you know try to be that early investor type of player this would be the type of guy you go after and you Absolutely. probably could get him for a lot less than you probably should be yeah, you can get him on a premium. People, uh, the thing is with second-year players is that you don't know exactly if they're going to break out or not. You're kind of impatient at that point. So if you drop him like Ayuk, it could just be like A.J. Brown last year where he wasn't performing in the first couple of games and maybe you were kind of down on him. But then he absolutely broke out once he got his injury concerns out of the way and stuff like that. And Tannehill was starting to get him the ball. So, you know, Obviously, if you could get Ayuk right now, I'd take the risk. I probably wouldn't give up too much for him, but I don't think it would take too much to get off of him. If you're an Ayuk owner right now, I would not sell. But again, once he starts to have those breakout games, if you don't feel if you feel comfortable with your team, I'd try to get him, try to get out of there as soon as possible because that San Francisco offense is killing me, man. In fantasy. It's just ridiculous. <laughs> well, when is it when is it ever working for you? Worked two years ago and uh, hasn't seen that production since. No, yes. <laughs> uh, no, I just hope he doesn't do well. Honestly, I have Debo <laughs> and I need that. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, Ayuk. Um, you know, my my no hard feelings. Is, uh, yeah, no hard feelings, but you know, I'm trying to win this uh, mini trophy that we got for our league. So you know, uh, stay yeah. in the doghouse. <laughs> I got to message Kyle about that. Got to talk to him. Tell me which players are in the doghouse before the season starts next time. All right. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, the running back for the Kansas City Bum! <laughs> His draft pedigree soared from first last year in the first round to third, second, third round this year. And now it's just basically untenable at this point. And that was even before the fumble that basically cost the Chiefs the game. Fans are calling for his head. Fantasy football fans are calling for his head. Is this a slump or a chump? It's a chump. Slump. <laughs> He's a chump. I've been told you this. Don't touch him. In our like preseason uh, podcast, Bryce said, "Don't touch him. He's disgusting. Disgustingly bad." Is it just a look thing? Like. Do you think that he's not getting enough opportunities because of the Kansas City offense, or is it because he looks bad in those carries? Maybe a little bit of both. I think, oh, yeah, because, I mean, I don't know, dude. Ever since, yeah, I I don't know, dude. Because my thing is, like, if you're getting a little amount of carries, right, which is the first problem with him, he's not volume as high as we thought it was going to be this year, right? So when you're barely getting that workload already, and then you fumble a game away. I know it's just one game. Obviously, one game is not going to justify his whole career, you know. But you have to think of it, you know, going forward. There's just less and less they're going to have to give to him. And he's already in such a tight rule and in such a pass-heavy offense. It's, I think he's a sell. And I think you could still get value for him because of the name and team, which just sounds crazy. But I think he'd be a sell for me, a chump, whatever you want to call him. Nando, you own Clyde Edwards-Hilaire in the league, so would you be willing to trade for him? I mean, trade away Clyde at this point. I don't know. I feel like the touchdowns are going to come to him. He's getting the touches. And he was short on a 
on a run, wasn't he? Uh, last game. Zeke. It was taken away. <laughs> I feel like th- this this week is going to be his bounce back week. Watch. I predict he's getting 20 points. You're predicting Clyde or Zeke? Clyde. No, Zeke Zeke is a beast. Zeke is in a he's on his way to do Zeke that is yards, obese. like I said. Now Clyde let's get this clear for our listeners here, Nando, because this is pretty high stakes. 20 points. 20 points for Clyde Edwards Hilaire in standard or PPR. 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 Okay. PPR. Okay. You'll you'll have a chance maybe at that point. <laughs> I was a chance the charger. There's no oh. there's no right. way that he go like he does not get touchdowns in that offense. They're they're coming. He's just like Slowly easing his way. Are you talking about the? Cal- are you talking about Zeke? Or are you talking about C E H? No, Clyde. Clyde. No, Zeke. Zeke is a lock, dude. Did you not see last game? He had seventeen points. He's gonna average like twenty-five from now on. What are you talking about, Brad? Tony Pollard had more yards. Tony Pollard's in a tear in ACL, dude. <laughs> oh my god! Oh <laughs> my god! Oh yeah. Listen, we don't we don't subscribe to said. yeah th- we don't subscribe to this kind of thought process. I don't okay. think Tony's gonna accept our invite to the show now. You know Zeke rides or dies for his uh, boyfriend, so you know it's over. He's gonna not play for you. I that mean, was... Gab, you were an owner of Clyde last year, so I understand the disappointment. Yeah. Would you? Would you start? I him? mean, would you keep him? No, I already said that he's a wash for me this season. I don't think that in that offense, it it's just not. He's not getting enough touches, or like, yeah, like what G says, he's not giving touches. And it's a pass-heavy offense, and it just works for them. Like, they rarely get enough. Like, they're never like in the like ten, five yards red zone to run it in. And so, like, he's gonna have to break out constantly for runs, like big yards, and he'll never get touchdowns. Uh, like, yeah. Did you guys see that Travis Kelsey touchdown, that forty-six yarder, where he literally bounced off like seven people? Yeah, the red zone for yeah, the red zone for the Chiefs is like the thirty-yard line, dude. Honestly, or the forty. Chiefs are actually really good outside of the red zone, but they're almost terrible inside the red zone. It's weird. exactly too. So I was a good running back, yeah. <laughs> and I, I just don't think they they heat him up enough. I'm he, they, he needs more touches, just momentum wise. Yeah, momentum. He's kind of cold out there. So okay, Clyde Edwards Hilaire owners beware. That was sorry, Clyde. <laughs> Okay, we're going to get into the matchups here for week three. 16 of them. Are you ready, guys? This is going to be Let's get it. Long. Rapid fire. All right. So, Thursday night football, the Carolina Panthers at the Houston Texans. The Carolina Panthers with a surprising win over the New Orleans Saints. Surprising? Surprising. I don't know. Not you know, Nando, this, guy, is, this, guy, this guy really dog Sam Darnold. You know that? You know that, Nando? Matt, Matt Can loves you fucking drink haterade against him. I know. <laughs> For some you guys I don't know. Boy, Darnold. I, I do. I was on. I was with you, G. I was with you on that. Sam Darnold is a beast. Saw Look at defense. Zach Wilson. He's defense. so ass. Why? Oh my he's God. with the Jets. The Jets oh, just make every quarterback suck. worse. What I was impressed about with the Carolina Panthers last week was that phenomenal defense they played. I know James is prone to interceptions, but it seems like they were able to shut out the Saints for the first half of the game after they dropped 38 on the Packers last week. And now they get to go against a rookie quarterback in Davis Mills, who is starting because of Tyrod Taylor, who hurt himself again. <laughs> Tyrod's gonna launch another quarterback's career into the spot. <laughs> Just, Just watch. Saddest fate ever. He guides others to a treasure he cannot possess. Out of pocket. 
Now, obviously, you start Christian McCaffrey. Um, a lock. I'd probably start DJ Moore in this case. Robbie yeah. Anderson, are you feeling good about him at this point? No? I feel yeah. good as a flex. Yeah, start him. Great flex. Yeah. Okay. Sam Darnold, any flex potential? Like, would you start him as a stream? No. I start him as a QB2 if I had a two quarterback yeah, lead. I was going to say Sam. I wouldn't start him. There's too many other good quarterbacks. All right. Davis Mills, until he breaks out, I would advise not to start him. Brandon Cooks, he is a volume target at this point, and he's getting so many catches. I think he, he's one of the top five right now in receiving yards at this point. Yeah, oh, wow. pick him up, start him, whatever you got to do. He's going to get targets and like so I would start him for sure. Let's just hope he stays healthy, though. That's like Brandon Cooks always. Nah, don't fucking jinx him. I don't know Cooks. what it is, but the wide receiver ones over there, dude, they always get murdered. <laughs> And Mark Ingram, running back for the Texans, he is getting the majority of his shares. Again, that defense, though, for Carolina is becoming a little bit more fierce. Formidable. I think. Yeah, formidable, yes. So would you start him on a Thursday night game? No. <laughs> nah, dude. Maybe – no, I wouldn't. Oh, I mean, he gets wait, it's a looks. Thursday night game? Yes. Oh, that is ass. <laughs> I know, dude. I have to start DJ Moore and – CMC on that. Aren't you a Panthers fan? Shouldn't you be happy they're playing prime, prime time? Fuck no. Not for fantasy. I hate that. <laughs> you, you see, he's a true fantasy player, not a real um, Panthers fan. You know how it is. I don't think I see a single Panther drafted on his team. <laughs> All right. Mark Ingram, I'd probably fade him because, uh, again, Panthers defense is looking pretty legit at this point. Yeah. All right. Colts at the Titans. Colts are 0 and 2, and Titans are 1 and 1 after an overtime victory against the Seahawks. Carson Wentz somehow sprained both his ankles, so I don't think you can even start him at this point. It, injuries came a little early for Carson Wentz this year. Sad. Jonathan <laughs> Taylor, I think you should start him. Titans defense is not that uh, formidable. Zach Pascal, he actually got quite a bit of targets last week. Of course, he was without, I believe, Michael Pittman. And, I think uh, no, Pat Michael Pittman was there. Yeah. Michael Pittman was there. Yeah, yeah, he played pretty well too. Mm-hmm. Dude, he got like, he was. I think he had the most receptions. Mm-hmm. Would you? Start? He was questionable going into it. Oh yeah, yeah. Now Tennessee's defense again is not very good at this point. So would you start that Zach Pascal over say let's say Mike Williams? Oh no, I love Mike Williams, dude. That's breakout Mike right there, dude. Don't disrespect my man's like that. Broken Mike. Second guy, second guy statement. <laughs> and they don't have Wentz, so like, bruh. Yeah. Who's who's the next? Who's the who, who plays out? Who's the um, next quarterback? Jacob Eason. Oh no, dude. Hey, that's a wash. <laughs> I'd probably fade past you if there's no ones. Titans. I think you start Derrick Henry, of course. <laughs> the beast returns again. He said, "I think." With three touchdowns, 180 yards, and he got a lot of passing yards actually. I think he got, like, I want to say 55 yards through the air. He's normal. He becomes a passing, pass catching back. It's over. A.J. Brown, Julio Jones, probably should put him in your lineup. Ryan Tannehill is the question, though, at this point, because I don't believe he's gotten very many touchdowns. He's fumbled in each of his games from strip sacks. And the Colts' defense is no slouch at this point. So would you start him, obviously, like, popular streaming quarterbacks right now like Daniel Jones, Derek Carr, uh kind of hot starts. 
as someone that owns Ryan Tannehill in one of my leagues, I actually put in a waiver wire for Daniel Jones. I'm cutting Ryan Tannehill. <laughs> I'm sick of this man. That man suck. You know, like <laughs> Don't. he was supposed to be so nice, and I was so bought into the hype. And yeah, now I'm cutting him. I see better days for Tannehill. It's just that Julio Jones is their connection isn't there yet. I mean, dude, they got robbed of a touchdown this past weekend, but you know, um, I think Tannehill is he just needs to heat up again after COVID. You know. Stupid guy. Uh, he needs to uh, just find himself again, you know, recover. He's going to come back. on a spiritual journey. Yeah, spiritual journey, you know, stupid. Mission quest. Just get your freaking shots. I'd probably start Carr over Tannehill and Jones over Tannehill right now. They're both better in matchups. And Jones has a good rushing floor. I'd go Jones. Oh, I for, totally forgot to. I would also look into getting Justin Fields if Van Dalton's going to be out, which is most likely. I would take Justin Fields over Tannehill too. Oh, I don't. The rushing I didn't like Justin Fields, dude. He didn't look that good. It's like scrambling. It'd be funny if he busted the Bears fans. You would want that, wouldn't you? Okay. I would want that because we chose, or uh, they they cucked the Patriots out of him. So you know, yeah, I, I hope for his demise. Not, I don't want him to get hurt, but I just want him to. Uh... No, you want him to get hurt, dude. You okay? Look, <laughs> no one else is gonna say what you said, dude. Okay. We can play the tape back. Yeah, let's run it. I didn't say I wish that happened. I said it might happen. I think you said it's going to happen. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like no, not even wishing. You're just putting it out there for the universe to make it happen. Yeah. Basically. Run that back, listeners. All right. Atlanta (laughs) Falcons at New York Giants. Giants 0-2. Atlanta 0-2. Not a great uh matchup of contenders here but you know it should be a favorable matchup fantasy wise matt ryan maybe he gets off the floor i don't think you should start him over any of the other streamers and he's probably not in your lineup anyway or on your team at this point so definitely not should not be anywhere near your lineup mike davis cordero patterson patterson got in a lot of work at running back last week yeah so yeah mike davis truthers might not be happy about that that includes me um, would you start Davis or Pollard if it was half PPR? Oh God, I'd go Patterson. Davis. Okay, I'd go. Davis. Oh Pollard or Davis? Oh my bad. Yeah. I'd oh, go. I'd go, I go Pollard. Right. I just think, uh, yeah, he's gonna split carries with uh, Zeke now. I don't yeah. think Mike Davis is all that bad. I think he just you know needs a good opportunity. He only played, you know, the Eagles who have a really good front four. And the uh, Buccaneers, who have one of the best front sevens in the league, so he didn't really match up into the best. You know, he didn't get the best matchup to start off the season. Giants is a little bit easier, so I like the matchup, but you know, I wouldn't go. I wouldn't you know have him as my running back to. I'd put him more me as my flex. I wouldn't want any of these guys as my like like running back to honestly. But I mean, I think Pollard. You know. Same goes for Pollard. Pollard now has to face that same Eagles defense, so I don't think he's going to get a lot of uh, good runs. Maybe some pass catching, but I'd probably go Davis for the floor. Would you start Davis White or Gordon, Melvin Gordon, and James White? Ooh, ooh, James White, dude. My boys are in the doghouse right now, and James White is the only uh, reliable guy we got. He's the monster. Ah, man. I would start Gordon. 
Gordon? I think, yeah, I think he might pick. I think he has the best the Jets, matchup right? this week. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Go Gordon. I go White still. I'm, I'll go Homer on this one. Well, Calvin Ridley is in your lineup. Kyle Pitts, Nando, would you start him at this point? Yeah. It's I'm a bounce back. That. Yeah, it's a bounce back week. Like, just for Clyde. Bounce back week for everybody God, this week. Jesus. Eventually, going to get you off that fake wagon. <laughs> Everyone he has on his team is going to be like, yes, yeah, a bounce back week. <laughs> Giants, Daniel Jones. We've seen big numbers from the quarterbacks against the Falcons lately. Daniel Jones put up pretty decent weeks so far, uh, especially with his legs. So that makes him one of the streams of the week. Uh, we kind of went over Jones and Tannehill. Would you go Jones over Cousins or Burrow? I would take him over Burrow. Burrow's got the Steelers defense, which doesn't look the greatest, <laughs> but, you know, their online sucks, so we'll find a way to get pressure. And I just don't like that matchup. And then Cousins, who are the Vikings going against? Seattle. Seattle, yeah, I would take Daniel oh, yeah. Jones over that. Definitely. I hate Daniel Jones, but I think I, I, I'll start him. I'll He's start just better And you guys heard my thing about Saquon earlier. I think he's going to have a really good week this week. And this will be the return of Saquads. Again, I do think it's a bounce back week, but don't be fooled by one week, okay? It doesn't look right. I'd start Saquon. Well, I'd start him. Don't get me wrong, but don't trade for him. Sterling Shepard, Darius Slayton, Kenny Galladay. Any of them you want in your lineup? Sterling. I'd probably go Sterling, though I feel it's a trap. I think at least one or two of them will have a good game. I'd start Kenny Galladay, maybe. Man, I feel I like Kenny Galladay is going to have a big play, but Sterling Shepard is, is Daniel Jones's like buddy buddy. Yeah, but after usually after players throw fits and stuff, they usually have some of their best games. So because the quarterback tries to make sure they get targeted and stuff, so I think uh, Kenny Galladay is going to have a good week. Yeah, or they get benched. Yeah, either or. So either you'll get zero or a lot. So yeah, exactly what you want. At least you'll find a you'll make up your mind. Well, that's why that's why I choose Sterling Shepherd because he has a high floor. I mean, the, yeah, high depends floor on what you want. Depends on what you need in your lineup. I think PPR. I would insane. go Shepherd. No, uh, no Ingram as well. Yeah, never, <laughs> never, never. <laughs> never. <laughs> I would go Kyle Rudolph before I start Ingram. Or I would. Oh man! Honestly, I, don't I, don't even think... know. <laughs> I haven't seen Ingram, Ingram even play. Ingram's yeah. hurt. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, as I say, every time I feel like someone catches it, that's a tight end. It's Kyle Rudolph. Oh, it's not Evan Ingram. Yeah, he's he's done though. Absolutely not. All right, LA Chargers, Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs coming off a surprising loss in September against Baltimore. No one really saw that coming, actually. And now they get to shit all over the Chargers if they want. To. <laughs> <laughs> Disrespectful. It should be a shootout. So I would probably start every one of these charges except for Jared Cook. Even Mike Williams at this point. I don't Jared I'd Cook looked pretty no, decent too. Dude, Jared Cook, yeah. Red zone. I, I never would I would never play Jared Cook again. Yeah, if I was streaming tight ends, I would look into Jared Cook before I look into like Kyle Rudolph or some shit. So yeah. okay. Yeah, I like both of these teams, dude. A lot of offense. Yeah. Yeah, start them all. Except Same for Clyde. Goes for the Chiefs. Clyde, yeah, that's a big question. Would you start Clyde? No, st- yeah, start them all. Even Clyde. Bounce yeah. back. I mean, week. if you drafted Clyde, I mean, you probably got him pretty early and you have to, start him, have to start him. So if you have to, I would. But if you can put him in your flex or even if you can put him on your bench for this week, you know, 
I would I would do it if you have the good enough matchup for someone else. Okay. Clyde or Tyson Williams? Tyson Williams. Tyson Williams. Clyde or Chase Edmonds against the Jaguars. Oh, <laughs> oh against Clyde, the Jaguars. Clyde. Yeah, Clyde. Okay. Cincinnati Bengals at Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, we covered this briefly, but Bengals now one and one. They get to face, uh, face the Steelers, who are now also surprisingly one and one. Gee, what happened? Um, let's just fancy football today. <laughs> no, 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 no Steeler talk today. No Steeler. <laughs> Unfortunate. Joe Burrow, you probably fade him against the Steelers defense. Joe Mixon, uh, he had a hot start to his uh, season. He kind of faded a little bit against the Bears defense. Would you start him? I think he should at this point. I think he should too. I mean, I don't know. Someone's going to get some carries and some workage against the Steelers, and I think Joe Mixon will probably get a lot of it. Mixon or Antonio Gibson? Antonio Gibson. Mixon. You, uh, you I don't like Antonio Gibson a lot, but like he just hasn't really showed like any type of like ability to catch, Dude, catch passes or, or he had a lot of carries the first week and a lot of touches, but then the second week he didn't get any of the pass carrying. And it's Buffalo. And Buffalo has a decent defense and played really good against running backs in particular. So I think I'll pass on that. Um, mixing by a hair, just yeah, it's not very he's, shown it. he's at least shown it. Shown it, it uh, is against the Steelers, though. It's I know really he's hard. good at beating people, but you know, okay, beating like you beating teams, okay, beating teams at at, <laughs> at, at um, okay, I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna stop. Tyler Boyd, T Higgins, Jamar Chase all did well. Boyd with the worst uh game, but Higgins got a lot of receptions, Chase got another long touchdown. So I think we it's the same game plan, right? Higgins for four, Chase for uh, a big play, Boyd to the bench. Yeah. Yeah, agreed. Every week. Every week. The only, only stipulations or something that would change it would be like an injury or if there's like a, a number one receiver that's for sure going to be following someone or something like that and you want to yeah, move to a second or third option. I want to start them over, you know, Higgins. Like you would want to, you would want to start Higgins most weeks, and Chase, you wouldn't want to start Boyd unless something drastic happened. If you had a shutdown cornerback, G, I don't know if the Steelers even do, but nope. Okay. <laughs> would you? Sh- we had Joe Hayden. <laughs> we had Joe Hayden. Is he not there anymore? He's injured. Ah. Uh, oh. I mean, who would you shadow in this case? Probably. Probably Jamar Chase, just because I don't want to give up big, deep touchdowns. It's always scary. And watching Henry Ruggs do that last week to us is terrifying. So, <laughs> I don't I mean, know how that, that happened. Yeah, I was shooting all over uh, Henry Ruggs right before. I know, dude, two touchdown. back-to-back great games. Still don't believe it. Don't believe in those Raiders at all. Yo, okay, disrespectful. Derek Carr is a, Absolutely. <laughs> a monster. Uh, Steelers, Ben Roethlisberger. Mm, I don't no. know. Yeah, no. I don't think so. Najee Harris finally got on the board with a touchdown late in the game. I guess you should start him against a pretty poor Bengals defense. Mm-hmm. I think he, worst comes to worst, you know, like, obviously there was a Bills week, but, like, I think similar weeks will look just, like, 
a lot like the against game against the Raiders, just because like he'll get a touchdown and he'll catch like some checkdowns and he'll get a lot of pass work. So he'll get like that 10, 13 points worse comes to worse. And then he touchdown or a big play will put him over the top for you. So I think he's pretty safe and probably the safest player in the Steelers to start as of now. Juju Claypool, Deontay. Deontay got hurt late in the game against the uh, Raiders. Unfortunate. Unfortunate. On a stupid. Oh, my (laughs) God. Why? I think if you don't have him there, you can start Claypool and Juju with confidence. Even if you do have him there, I'm okay with starting Juju right now. Because Mm -hmm. it's just, you know, unless he has another Corvette-Corvette game against the Bengals, I think he, he got the touchdown last week. He's getting the receptions. It's not like a Tyler Boyd situation. I'm okay with starting him. Yeah, definitely. If Deontay's out, I think Juju and Claypool are both going to be starting material. And if Deontay does play, I still would start. Uh, I think personally I'd go Claypool because he's been targeting Claypool on a lot of deep passes, and they've connected a few times. So I think maybe, you know, they'll be able to convert a bigger touchdown this week against a weaker Bengals secondary. Yeah, big play potential. Chicago Bears at Cleveland Browns. Bears might be starting Justin Fields for the first time, not even due to a coach's decision. They just can't help it now. So that means Justin Fields is actually going to maybe start. Would you put him over Tannehill? Would you put him over Daniel Jones? No. I'd put him over Tannehill, but not Jones. <laughs> I'd probably you just have a him. recency bias towards Tannehill, <laughs> but I think he's going to be good, dude. Justin Fields, I don't know if Justin Fields is that good, bro. He's like, I mean, they the almost choked league, the in game. The same league I have Tannehill, my backup is Fields, and I'm <laughs> cutting Tannehill to pick up Jones. And I'll be having to make the decision myself. So I'm going to be starting Jones if I get him off the waiver wires. If not, then I'll be starting Fields over Tannehill. Oh, sheesh. You should yeah. drop Fields for Jones. I'm dropping Tannehill for Jones. All right, dude. Fields is going to have upside, especially with the running ability. That man is fast. He has, like, I wouldn't say, like, a Lamar Jackson ability, but, like, the way Lamar is able to just outrun players and, like, Kyler Murray's, that's the same thing Justin Fields has. If not, he's at the same speed as them, if not faster. Yeah, but the guy can barely – He's. I mean, he's throwing. I mean, he threw – I'm telling you, he almost threw the game away. I don't care about what happens in the actual game. (laughs) (laughs) They okay. can lose by 30 for all I care. If he rushes for 80 yards and gets a rushing touchdown. That's, that's true. He did his job. It's fantasy. <laughs> yeah, it's fantasy. I don't care about your team. Unless in week one, me. he had a rushing touchdown, right? If I'm not mistaken, like a read option. So yeah. I think they're going to involve him in the run game. And then, you know, this offense is going to look a lot different. And with that being different, if he does start, I would be much higher on Darnell Mooney. I know he's been connecting with him a lot. Throughout the preseason, we had a nice connection. And just, you know, um, watching last yesterday's game, or not yesterday, last Sunday's game, it was uh, interesting to see how much more he goes to Mooney than I think Andy Dalton did. Yeah. But it's against the Browns. No, that's exactly what I thought, though. Like, Mooney, Fields is a great deep ball passer. Only trouble is that, you know, the knack on him back in college was that he doesn't throw until the guy's open. He had that time in Ohio State. It's hard to see if he'll have that time in Chicago. If he does, though, watch out for Darnell Mooney. Big shot play. You start Allen Robinson, you start David Montgomery. End of discussion. Cleveland. <laughs> Mayfield is back, but you probably shouldn't start him because there's not a lot of upside there. Uh, Chubb, you start, obviously. 
Kareem Hunt. Um, flex. Probably flex him, yeah. Definitely OBJ with the receivers being out, I think Hunt will get a bigger receiving role. Mm-hmm. No, OBJ is back, actually. Is he back? Well, they, they don't know if he's, he's trending upwards. I have him in our, in our sleeper league, but he's trending mm-hmm. upwards. But just know that Landry's out. So, I mean, yeah. even if LBJ's back, Hunt is in for a big role. Yeah, he's not going to get a lot of touches week one. So, I mean, I think that, you know, doubles down on the Chubb Hunt. I think they're going to try to get the lead early and just run it out as much as they can. Classic Cleveland system. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if they have to throw it, I think, if you're really desperate on receivers, um, I would look at Higgins or Peoples-Jones. I think I'd go Peoples-Jones, but that's like a very desperate move. Very desperate. Or um, without OBJ playing or with OBJ playing? I think I think it doesn't matter. If you're going – if you're looking at them already, I don't think it matters if OBJ plays yeah. or not. You know, if you're in that part of – if your team needs Donovan Peoples-Jones to start, then I don't think it matters if OBJ is in the whole time. <laughs> G is ready in a moratorium for your team if you're in that situation. Yeah, I would be too. I'll, I'll, I'll sign off on that. If you're in a 14 team out. league with two hurt receivers, then yeah, yeah, I'm running with people's gym. Okay, Baltimore Ravens at Detroit Lions. Lions 0 and 2, Ravens 1 and 1. Lamar, you start. Tyson, you start. Uh, Marquise is a high upside player. I'd probably start him against this Detroit secondary. Yeah, I think he's yeah, I would. starting material now. Two back-to-back good weeks. I think I'm like usually a good sign. I feel like you know you're not gonna have a he's not gonna you know come back to what he was last year and stuff. So clearly involved and in, you know as long as they don't beat down on him too early and you know have to bench all their starters type thing, they should be fine. Yeah. Latavius Murray, Devontae Freeman. I I think Latavius that. Murray. If you're desperate, I could start Latavius Murray. I feel like they, um, Latavius gets like red zone touches. He's, I think he's a bigger body. Mm-hmm. I don't, yeah. No to Freeman, though. No to Freeman, though. No. Sorry. I'd say the same. Mark Andrews is a difficult question. He has not shown up so far. I don't know what it is. He was like third in these past couple of seasons in touchdowns from tight ends. So I don't know what's happening. Noah Fant or Mark Andrews? Mm, Noah Fant. Noah Fant. I just like the matchup uh, better. <laughs> Gronkowski or Mark Andrews? That's Mark not even Andrews. a question. What? Robert. What? <laughs> Over Gronk? You said Over Gronk? Oh, yeah, I think Gronk had a great week, but I don't think Gronk is a consistent, reliable, um, weekly playable player. It's a like Rams. But right now, Andrews isn't, you know. And, oh, yeah, and Andrews isn't playing well. Dude, it's going to be a great game, though, by the way. That's yeah, I think amazing. it's going to be a great game. I take anything away from the game and how good Gronk is. Nothing like that. I'm just saying, as of this week, I have Mark Andrews against the Lions, or I'll take Gronk against the Rams. And, you know, like the Rams' defense is significantly better than the Lions' defense. Obviously, the players like Aaron Donald and Jalen aren't going to be guarding Gronk, but, you know, it's just the overall tone of the defense, you know, and I would rather have Mark Andrews. I don't know, dude. I, I feel like the script for the Ravens-Lions game is just going to be run heavy again. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that the the Buccaneers and uh, Rams game, I feel like, you know, t- it's going to be a close game, and Tom Brady likes to go to the guy he knows when it's a close game. I swear to God, I think they're just trying to break the record. <laughs> they probably Brady are, but... Wrong than, like most, because they have nothing else to do right now, so it's just like, 
we could win under the ring, but we could also just much, break. Is that how much better they are than everybody? <laughs> just yeah, he doesn't even watch record. film. Gronk doesn't yeah. even watch film. He just runs by people. Exactly. That's <laughs> how yeah. good he is. I just got to go with Gronk at this point. So yeah. many touchdowns. Lions. Hawkinson is a start at tight end. Yeah, don't need to worry about that. Uh, DeAndre Swift, Jamal Williams. Didn't have great games, but um, I think that's your floor game. I don't really trust that Ravens defense that much. I put them mm-hmm. both in the flex. Mm-hmm. So. I think the Lions have been um, – I don't know if the word is compete, but they've been definitely trying really hard. As in, like, you know, obviously they're – Football players are going to try, but you know, they compete every game. Like, even in that Niners game two weeks ago, and yeah. the first half of that, you know, by the Monday night football game, they were in that game and they were competing strong. And I think the against Ravens the team, <laughs> you know, the Ravens had their big game against the Chiefs. They probably think of this as like a, you know, much easier game. So the Lions really will give them challenge. And, you know, I think they'll be using Swift and Williams to do so. Maybe it's a trap game. You never know. Yeah. Definitely even set up for one. I mean, uh, if the Lions put up a great first half against Green Bay and a great second half against San Francisco, they could just combine those two games. Maybe they would have won something. But uh, mm-hmm. until then, we'll have to see. So sad. I was rooting, rooting for the Lions. <laughs> you can't root against the Lions. Like, who would hate the Lions? Except for the What Lions is there to hate? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe um, Rams fans Jamal are still Williams mad at nice guy. Jared Goff's a nice guy. Yeah. You know? He went to Cal. <laughs> Represent Saints at Patriots. Saints with a, a very unimpressive loss to the Panthers. And now I don't think you can start Jameis Winston. You definitely can't start Callaway at this point. He's just completely <laughs> It's completely disappointing. Don't start any Saints, bro, because it's going to be a wash. Don't turn your TVs on, uh, Saints fans. You're going to cry. Kamara? Yeah, the disappointing Kamara's game. A starter. Yeah. Kamara's a starter, but him. it's the Patriots now. It's my boys. We're back, baby. Yeah, I don't know about your guys' offense, though. I don't know <laughs> what, what goes on in there. Like, you guys go out there, but I feel like nothing happens. You guys go out <laughs> Yeah, it feels like that. It feels like that. Clock. I don't know. Takes a bunch of time off the clock and end up you end up punting like. Well, okay, wait a minute. We didn't well, put a, a lot. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that's kind of. We know what, who we are. Okay. So who would you start picks. out of here? You had four turnovers against the Jets, and how many points did you score? Twenty. <laughs> I would start the Patriots defense. I think yeah, the most for confident sure. person or no, Damian Harris. Nah. Yeah, no, I'd start Damian Harris. Yeah, I'd be okay with that. Really? Yeah. Damien Harris is a monster. You see his touchdown? He's so like he's so like, I don't know, he's so wishy washy for me. It's hard for me to like start him with confidence, you know, week by week. Especially okay. when he has when someone has a good week, I always like always like especially with certain players, you know, you just don't expect like them to string multiple good games together. Okay. Damien Harris or James Robinson against the Cardinals. How has James Robinson even been doing anything? No, it's because of Urban Liar. <laughs> oh, he's I would gone. Go, I'd say fuck it. I'd go James Robinson. You stupid mug, you bro. You, you're just there. You go. Okay. Believe in the hype. I don't believe it. I, I'd go Damian Harris, but, <laughs> <laughs> you but I love I love the support. Yeah, Mike Davis, Damian Harris. Mike Davis, Damian. Damian Harris. Mike Davis. You yeah. are trifling, man. I don't know. I'm not the biggest on Damian Harris. Like I just don't know what to tell you, like 
I'm okay with his volume. Uh, yeah. He looks good. And it's not a negative matchup. So I'd be okay with it if I really like. He's not going to be a star, but I know he's, he's going to get points. He's at least a flex in my yeah. if you had to. Like, I mean, if you. He's like the Chris Carson. Like, he's not a yeah. high ceiling guy. He, he'll yeah. get a floor. It's a great comp. Yeah. Cardinals at Jaguars. Cardinals should have lost to the Minnesota Vikings and said they're 2-0 and they get to face an 0-2 Jaguars team that just looks rather despondent at this point and it's not going to get better. You start every single Cardinal you can. Uh, Chase Edmonds as well. Yeah, Chase Edmonds. Really? Uh, yeah, I'd be okay with that. Rondale Moore. Do I get, do I get uh, any credits for starting Rondale Moore this last week? It's a bold move you that you started him I'll at. Like, yeah. Well, it depends on who you started in the move. Um, that had no one. I know other options. <laughs> <laughs> then, yeah. Well, never mind. It wasn't that impressive. <laughs> Desperation play. No, but it still worked. incredible. incredible. It's like yeah, a Christian you, Kirk. It's like you'd be my person. number one waiver wire target. Um, I think he has the biggest upside. He's gonna take the number two receiver role, in my opinion, because he's just getting targets and getting open, which is usually the two biggest parts about taking a number two role. And you know, Hopkins is getting. Not even the main targets as Moore or Green right now. So I don't know what Cliff Kingsbury is doing there. But I think, you know, as season goes on, Hopkins and Moore will become, you know, the two relevant fantasy options as a receiving core. It pisses me off that Hopkins, literally Kingsbury always lines up Hopkins to the left side, doesn't do anything else with him. And then Minnesota basically doubled him after the first quarter. And they didn't do anything to change that. And they didn't have to because Rondell Moore got loose. And someone said it was like a comparison, like Kyler Murray's basically throwing to himself out there. It's like mm-hmm. two short kings going out and, and just crushing. <laughs> yeah, Why should is be short? crushing again this week too against this horrible, yeah, horrible team. shit defense. Horrible team. I don't know how Urban Meyer made a 1-15 in team worse, but uh, it's getting there this point i feel bad for my boy james the flames rb1 <laughs> season oh i mean yeah you start him i'm starting him i don't care because <laughs> you drafted him so high in the third round so no, it's because my faith is great and he's gonna- <laughs> <laughs> my faith <laughs> you gotta stand by your man you know what they say dude of course stand by my man no matter what <laughs> Chark, um, LaVisca, Marvin Jones. Um, Marvin. I think you start Marvin. I think he, he's gotten a touch in both games so far, so I'm okay with that. Yeah. I, yeah, I mean, everyone, I, I think Vizca that... Should to do something soon. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's all I have to I say. the team was going to be better. If he was mm-hmm. a little bit higher in draft picks, I would have put him in slumps or trumps right now. Like, I don't oh. think he was perfectly placed. His ADP was perfect. Yeah, <laughs> nothing. Yeah, nothing, exactly. Yeah, and Trevor Lawrence does not look good right now. I'm just saying, a lot of interceptions. Well, I mean, I don't know if that's all him, but... Yeah, I think he just needs to, you know, read the field a little bit more. Take a couple more dump-offs to James Robinson. <laughs> get down. I mean, you make it, it maybe a joke, but it is a... It's true, though. Point, though. Yeah. yeah, I know, I mean, it's not... James is, like, basically Christian McCaffrey. I'm not... Yeah, like, so he might be a little yeah. distraction up there, but... He's <laughs> always open. He, uh, no, I mean... They call him the black Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> That's stupid. Yeah. You like only Daniel call Jones him is like Daniel Jones is, like, the uh, white Lamar Jackson. 
Oh, oh my god, bro. Yeah, but <laughs> all right. Yeah, let's move on. Washington at Buffalo. Taylor Heineke, pretty impressive performance to get the win. I don't know if he can do the same against Buffalo at Buffalo. It's gonna be a harder challenge. Probably won't start him. Antonio Gibson. He man. has to be. I mean, at the place you, you have to start him. But I do trust him. I call him Anzonio Gibson, but he hasn't seen a touchdown yet. So. I don't know what it was, dude. They were in like the five yard line, and they they brought out freaking um JD McKissick. <laughs> I was like, are you serious? This guy. And then at the end of the at the end of the quarter, uh, fourth quarter, they. They, they threw it again, and he, um, Heineke threw an interception. I was like, this guy's averaging, like, five, six yards a carry, and you're, like, need only, like, four yards. So I don't know what the heck um, they're doing over there in Washington. I hate Ron Rivera right now, dude. <laughs> Capping my boy. I see why the Panthers let him go, Nando. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> no, that's it. That's all you're going to say? Yeah. Your yes. boy, Ron Rivera? All right. Okay. Gibson. Touchdown regression has to come soon. He'll get a touchdown. Yeah, I believe it. I think he'll get a touchdown this game. Calling it bounce back. <laughs> it's a bounce bounce back week for everybody. <laughs> that is, I think, impossible. We'll see. Oprah Winfrey's. You get a touchdown. You get a bounce back week. Everyone's got to score fifty again. Oh, I'm Terry, sorry. Terry McLaurin, Logan Thomas. Um, again, Logan Thomas, not bad so far. Especially without Curtis Samuel, I'd start him. Scary Terry, gotta start now. I know, dude. He's a monster. Who knew he was this good? And they have that connection. He's played with like ten different starting quarterbacks. Mm -hmm. It was not thousand yards each. Yeah, ridiculous. Don't doubt him. There's no reason to. Yeah. Nope. Bills, Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs in your lineup. Um, Devin Singletary. Yeah, uh, I don't know. It's Maybe flex. I flex. Matchup's not good. Washington's a good team. I mean, no, so that defense is kind of yeah. Jones. Rojo. Rojo? Man, I'd go. I don't know. I'd go Rojo. No. I don't know, dude. The Washington football team is. I mean, look at what they did there. <laughs> the Giants. I mean, they <laughs> 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 Did, I don't think what did Rojo even do. Has Rojo did he get not negative points last week? Okay, he got <laughs> no. That got was a, that points. was the first week. Yeah, so that was the first week. They all fumbled. Okay. Yeah, I don't believe it. Well, he got the starting. Yeah, I don't know. Devin Singletary, Kenyon Drake. Singletary. Singletary. Yeah. Yeah, probably Singletary. Uh, I don't know why they're running it more with the running backs now all of a sudden. The one season I pick up Josh Allen. Yep. Can't he just take it himself? Despite you. <laughs> Stupid mug. Jets at Broncos. Don't start Zach Wilson. I think you know that. Corey <laughs> Davis is probably the only one you might look at, but Broncos defense is legit. I, I probably wouldn't start any Jet and uh, – until uh, until otherwise stated, just don't start any jet. I think that's yeah. really how it goes. I think you can start Corey Davis and like flex. If you need to. Yeah, if you really need to, you could. Yeah. Get two flexes and two of my guys are injured. 
I still wouldn't start Corey Davis. You st- no, yeah. come on, dude. Corey- and that's what I have right now. <laughs> I have Corey Davis in our league, and Henderson is hurt. Will Fuller is out, and I'm still not starting Corey, Corey Davis. Are you talking about the sleeper league? Yeah. Oh. So, God, I mean, not happening. Not happening. Okay. Meanwhile, the guy I am starting in front of Corey Davis, Melvin Gordon, you should start against this. No, poor Jets Javon, the Williams, dude. I'm okay with that, too. Sean Brooklyn, where's the Jets? Everybody's going to get touches. Yeah. yeah. Fant, you should start. Bridgewater, also a viable streaming option at this point. Josh Allen or Teddy Bridgewater? Hmm. God, that sounds so crazy to say. Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah. That's what I was about to say, man. That was... It's, it's a very hard one. I'd just go Josh Allen. Yeah, Josh he can torch. Allen. He can torch good defenses, and he has that upside, which is why you probably drafted him way higher than now. So yeah, running quarterback. Yeah, but I think Teddy's a good stream option. He's to play right after uh, Daniel Jones. I think he's gonna have a great week, but he just caps the roof after like twenty-two points. He just kind of stops doing stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was like, what the heck, man? What happened to last season? Portland Sutton, you start. Tim Patrick is a potential option against the Jets. Another flex. Yeah. KJ Hamler, no. Nope. Miami at Las Vegas. The Dolphins, maybe without Tua Tagovailoa, going up against the undefeated Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, Miles Gaskin, God, this is hard. I, I, I don't, don't have a lot of stock in. I bench all the receivers other than Gaskin. I mean, I like the Gaskin receiver, but like I would bench the receivers, and I would consider starting Gaskin. And if I was desperate, but if I could, I would bench all the Dolphin players. It's a low price right there. Gaskin or Singletary? Singletary. Uh, Gaskin. Okay. Gaskin under... or Damian Harris? Damian um, Harris, dude. What do you even? Well, I want to see. What G it says. was over. I don't... I'd probably go Damien Harris, yeah. Oh, there you go. We got Kinda him, boys. Got okay. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid mug will give it up. Yeah, we got to find the floor. Got to find Damien Harris to start. Raiders, Derek Carr, stream of the week. Mr. Carr looking good. I know. He's back. MVP Carr, huh? Yeah. Nah, dude. Murray's running away with it, but still. Don't worry. Carr's definitely running good. away with it. I think but he is, Carr, bro. Carr is right there with him. Okay, I'll give him. I'll give him a little bit, you know, because yeah. the Vegas fans. Trust me. I would say it, he's he's top three for sure with Brady and Murray. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Whatever word you put in, I can't be mad. But they're they're the top three right now. Derek Carr wins MVP. I don't know what I'm gonna do with myself. I mean, the world would be ending, dude. Yeah. Jesus. I'll I buy think myself a Derek eight. Carr jersey. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Brady already has 17 touchdowns. I think that's it. wait no. No, no. 17 times. Not, not 17. Not 17. Not 17. I didn't mean 17. It was like. He's 10. 10. He was five seven, five, that's like eight a game. <laughs> yeah, I, I messed up. I was oh, like, I was looking up a different stat, okay? Egg on my face. Who has. But seven. he's on track to. Uh, <laughs> he, let me, he's just on track to. What, hit 17 this season? No. He's, he's going back to the two. I, I forgot what season, 2007. Anyways, MVP, where he was like throwing touchdowns 50. No, yeah. not again. I'll take Kyler Murray as MVP. <laughs> I'd rather take Kyler Murray. Nine touchdowns. I'd rather take Derek Carr. God. You're, you, you guys are a bunch of haters, okay? Yeah, we already absolutely. 
<laughs> this is not this is not new. Just moving on. Move on. Oh, Derek fine. Carr or Daniel Jones? Derek That's Carr. Extreme. Daniel Jones. Yeah, Daniel Jones. Jones. Why? Why? What the, the Falcons, bro. They don't have to live. imaginary people playing defense out there. <laughs> 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 This guy sucks. Dude, no, but I mean, come on, bro. Nah, they're gonna I'm a be running. Hater, hater. So uh, Daniel... yeah, I'm going Daniel. Uh, Danny okay. Dimes. He's got rushing. He's got rushing. Yeah, he has rushing upside, especially if Saquon keeps sucking. No, I mean, but Nando apparently says is is the bounce back, bro. It's all it's gonna be all. Everybody's having bounce back week this week. <laughs> okay, dude. no, no. Josh Jacobs is questionable, but you could you should start him if he uh, does play. You don't start Drake or can't Peyton Barber. I don't know where Peyton Barber came from, but he's still he really <laughs> I tell you, they just picked up Peyton Barber. He just showed up. He didn't even <laughs> sign on the roster. He's like, I'm ready for my snaps. <laughs> he was in the stands and he just accidentally. <laughs> He was coming from the uh, Mirage, and he's just like, oh, shoot, how'd I end up on the field, bro? Like, Gruden, let's go. Put me in, coach. <laughs> God. Gruden, Gruden will for sure do it, too. You know, he's the type of coach to, like, pick a guy up and be like, you can go you like you can run. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, yeah, let's get, get in there. And then two yards per carry. <laughs> Man. Feels bad for Josh Jacobs. <laughs> yeah. Ryan Edwards, Henry Ruggs, uh, sneaky, sneaky flex Sneaky. I, I wouldn't trust Ruggs anymore. I mean, you can't trust him. Very volatile. Probably can. Uh, Brian Edwards, Zach Pascal. Who would you play? Brian Edwards. Zach Pascal. I think I'd pick uh, Zach Pascal. Pascal is without Wentz. So I'm going to, I'm just going to downgrade him because of that. Oh, yeah, I forgot he's out. Never I like Carr, though, man. He's yeah, not getting Carr that credit, bro. I've seen him just shove his fucking thing machine all over the Steelers, bro, so. <laughs> You're just in awe of everyone who beats you guys. I think it's just the fact that the Steelers play down to competition. It's just how it is. So I, don't yeah. I mean, we also had TJ hurt, but. That's true, too. How do you go from beating the Bills to losing to the Raiders, man? What kind of mediocrity? It's just the most Steelers things to do. Yeah, it's literally the Steelers. <laughs> Beat the Bucks, lose to the Jets. Like, this is how it is. Oh, that, yeah. I, I swear, I hope I, I, that would be beautiful. Let me see. <laughs> or the Jaguars, lose the Jaguars. Oh, man. James the Flames, baby. Seattle at Minnesota. Seahawks, Russell Wilson, Chris Carson, Lockett, Metcalf. You should start them all. Start them all. Yep. Start them all. Sell Lockett, though. Sell Lockett for great, like, You'd sell so Lockett right still now. high. Yeah, well, he's still high. Doing the how high we're talking, like if I get like, if I can get if I can get a wide receiver one like draft value wise, um, I would do it in the sense of like yeah. if I could get like a, um, I don't really know who I really want like a Tyree Kill or something like that, which is very high and you know, you know, may not even one willing to give out. I would I would do it. So. Would you Would you trade Lockett for Metcalf straight up? No, I think oh, well, that's kind of well, I don't know. Well, I I, like that's Lockett. not what I was thinking. I had in mind like I feel like you could get like a like a Chris Carson for that wide receiver, Lockett? and then like a, yeah for Lockett. That sounds like a pretty high trade to me. 
I think it's a little bit underselling. What about Lockett? Would you guys trade Lockett? For, would you guys trade Lockett for like an AJ Brown? I would sell Lockett yes. for. Okay, I would. Sell I'll go for the next person. <laughs> or you could sell Clyde Edwards for Tyler Lockett, dude. You just. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh my god. No, Lockett. Look, Lockett is what second in receiving yards, and I think it's not going to last, dude. DK is always. But you know, sell him high. He's okay. He like you're selling him at his peak, but you're not selling him for Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Okay, I I I I just didn't want to get roasted by you guys, but it ended up being too bad. I would take Eckler. Eckler's yeah, I take Eckler. Yeah, that's who I. (laughs) Yeah, I just wanted to see gauge the room. Justin Jefferson. (laughs) The guy we're going to talk about next. Mm, I think you can buy Justin mm-hmm. Jefferson low. Er, I'd take Jefferson. Lock it though. Yeah, yeah, I would do it. I would just do it off potential. But honestly, like, if you keep Lockie, I don't think you're going to like be disappointed by keeping him. You know, you're going to be like, oh, I should have treated him. I think yeah. he'll be definitely fine for you. So, like, honestly, if you don't feel comfortable, like, I wouldn't feel comfortable trading Lockett for Jefferson. I would just I would just rock out, even though it might be the wrong move. And I think like if I was giving someone else advice, I would do the trade. But personally, it'd be hard for me to move off Lockett after those type of weeks, you know. Well, I know, but it's like I had Lockett last season, and he was having these games where mm-hmm. he'd be like, "Oh my God, he's like, yeah, he's the it was man." The first four weeks of the season, right? Yeah, but then Metcalf comes along and he ruins the ride. So that's what I'm saying. From experience, yeah. sell high. I would sell, but yeah, I get it though. It's it was hard. I should have done it last season, but I didn't. Yeah, if you can get Jefferson, I would do it. I think Jefferson, Tyree Kill, um, those are the type of receivers I would trade for. Someone that I significantly like has that name brand, a like wide receiver one guarantee, like that you draft as a wide receiver one and a running back one. Otherwise, I definitely wouldn't trade it for someone on Tyler Lockett's level or a little bit below. Yeah. Would you trade you, that? you just Lockett's guy who you always start in your lineup. So you gotta get a guy who you're always gonna start. That you, mm-hmm. you you like you get Jefferson, you're always gonna start him. You get a AG Brown, you're always gonna start him. So right, exactly. That's um, cool. I think I think the interesting trade would be Lockett or Cup. Who would you guys rather? Mm. No, I think Cup is I think his Cup. Cup is a bona fide beast. Like yeah, right. He, I would trade I would trade Lockett for Cup too. I would agree with you. Yeah, guys. yeah. Stafford's got that breakfast connection with him. <laughs> you call it breakfast, I call it being white, but Oh, uh, the, okay. I was gonna <laughs> say, <laughs> <laughs> like, I feel like a more reasonable trade. I don't know if you guys think this is like if you could sell Locker for like Thelian and like a a flex like running back, oh. and you just like fill up your yeah. fill up your. I mean, like, need it if you need like, it. If I Thelian and I Damon Harris. No, I, I don't. I, I wouldn't do that. I think that Thelian because and apparently maybe, but like. Carson, no, nah, dude. There's no way. I feel like get feeling. Not, I mean, no, nah, dude. He cousins likes I get to throw in the red zone. Yeah. Speaking of connections, uh, Kirk Cousins, Adam Thielen, I got that connection as well. Yeah, I, would start, I would start the the three main Vikings player like you should every week if you drafted them. I don't think there's yeah. much debate over that. Watch out for KJ Osborne, slot receiver for the Vikings. He's getting a lot of volume. So right, I've, he had two good back to back weeks. Would you guys rather That's... him off your waiver wire or Rondell Moore? Rondell Moore. Uh Moore. Moore is the yeah. second guy. Osborne yeah. is the third. 
It's just because I think the Vikings are always playing from down, so. Yeah. That's true. Buccaneers, Rams, I think you should just start everybody except for Ronald Jones and Leonard Fournette. You don't start any running backs? Yeah. Are they, are, they, are they almost to the point where you would cut them if there was a good person up, you know? I think they're about that mm. at that point, especially Leonard Fournette. If there's a guy on the waiver wire that was going, you know, that you were interested in getting, I think Leonard Fournette's at the point where I would be uh, willing to cut him. I don't know. There's just not many weeks where you're going to be confident enough to start Leonard Fournette, which is my problem with players. Like, if you're going to be on the bench, it's, you know, to eventually give you starting potential one day, you know? So, like, I don't know. What do you guys think about that? I agree. I didn't nah, dude, I think him, so I don't want him. Like, I, I don't have him in a single roster. I would never Same. Yeah. I don't believe that Brady's just going to constantly throw them. Like he's he's going to get, you know, he's going to have to rest him a little bit, you that, know. That's fair, but if backs. you're getting if your running backs are only getting the workload between the, the 20s and not in the red zone, then it's like kind of pointless because running back the best thing they can do is get rushing touchdowns for you, you know. And it doesn't seem like many of them are really finding their way into the end zone. Most of these touchdowns have been passing touchdowns. But Brady have nine now in the first two no, weeks. Yeah, nine, but I don't think that he's going to be constantly throwing like all that much he's gonna later towards the season. I feel like he's gonna rest his uh, yeah, but himself, in the red, you know? in the red zone, I'm talking about just in there, no, but there's the field it's just way more efficient for them to pass it because there's so many different options to throw to. And you can't, it's easier to stop one running back than it is to stop Mike Evans, who's 6'5 in the red zone, AB, who runs some of the best routes in the red zone, and then you have like our dog running pass, but you're still gonna have to have too. a yeah, but I don't, I, I feel like it's gonna, it's gonna tick up for them, the running backs for the Buccaneers. There's no way that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers go without a running game the entire season. Like, I don't think they can even win. If they're trying to win, they're going to try to establish their run game. Okay. Well, let me give you a comparison then. Would you take, like, who would you drop Leonard Fournette for? Or would you keep Leonard Fournette for? Would you keep him for, say, like, Elijah Mitchell or... uh, Well, I don't think Elijah Mitchell is even on there anymore, but... On the oh, waiver, yeah. but okay. What about Latavius Murray? How about that? <sighs> I don't know if it's looking grim right now. Maybe I would for you. I would. I would do it. Just but I, I feel like there might be more upside in that uh, Baltimore situation than there would be in this Tampa situation. Well, that regardless, if you're trying to choose between those two, you're looking for, you're like praying for a running back that you can use. But like exactly. But then, but, but see, the thing is, though, Latavius, there could be higher upside there, you know? So if you just want to have yep. a guy on your bench that might give you upside four weeks down the line, I don't think Fournette's going to be giving you that. Because even then, if you if you, if you if you agree with Gavin and believe that the Tampa's going to get in a run game, it's probably going to be Ronald Jones, not even Fournette, which is my problem. Oh, well, that's why I – well, I wouldn't, wouldn't keep Fournette more – I would keep Jones more than I would keep Fournette, but I'm just saying, like, mm-hmm. you wouldn't, I wouldn't drop Jones – yeah, I wouldn't drop. I wouldn't Jones. give up on the run. I wouldn't give up on the run game. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't give up on Ronald Jones. I would give up on Fournette. That's, yeah. Okay, that's then we point. can. Yeah, I can. I can agree with that. Maybe if Latavius Murray was there, like I would drop. Mm-hmm. One of those receivers we talked about earlier, Osborne. More, oh, yeah. I would cut him for someone like you know Fournette. Yeah, okay, I can agree with that. I'll have to see what the situation is. Packers at Niners, Sunday Night Football. You start all the Packers, Niners defense isn't that good, unfortunately, to stop Devontae <laughs> Adams or maybe those guys. You obviously don't start fringe guys like Mar Valdez, Scantlin, but you know, your Tonyans, your 
uh, Devontae is your Aaron Jones. I'm good with all of that. Mm-hmm. Niners, um, man, I just say I, I don't like starting any of them, but I would obviously have to start Debo. Debo, Mitchell. Kittle. Mitchell you have to is start Kittle. A, Kittle is a little concerning, but I would still start him because you don't have anyone else, probably. You drafted yeah. him high, so you have. Yeah, to. I, I think I think the Niners always have a great running attack against the Packers, and I think it continues. I just don't know. I just confidently can't tell anybody that Elijah Mitchell is going to be the one getting the carries this week, which is a problem with the Niners every week. So I I know one of them will probably gash the Packers for bunch rushing yards. I just can't tell you which one it's going to be. Well, the thing is, Hasty Jamichael Hasty is gone because he hurt his ankle or shoulder. I don't know what it was, but he's. He's hurt. And Trey Sermon, the rookie, literally took one carry and then died on the field. <laughs> so, he's a he got concussed, right? Yeah. It was a nasty hit, too. Yeah. It was a it was very nasty, nasty hit. So, Dang, he was leading his helmet so far down the field that like, there's only one way to tackle him. You know, like, it just sucks that they both, you know, at least kind of at the end of it, bad end of it. Eight yards per carry and uh, gone. <laughs> So I think the only guy we have that is healthy is Mitchell. We have Trenton Cannon from the Ravens. And then uh, I think we send a new guy, Jacques something. <laughs> Just picking up everybody. <laughs> yeah. So I heard you guys that uh, worked out with Mar Miller. Yeah, that's uh that's inspiring. So no what? I, I would not pick him up. <laughs> Dang, I haven't heard that. <laughs> I haven't heard his name in a solid three years. Yeah. And even then, I can't wait till you guys sign Jai. Oh my! Oh man, that'd be <laughs> that would be they running it back to like 2018, 17. The beast returns. Yeah. The Garrett Blunt. Let's go. <laughs> That's my guy. That's my guy. Forever will be. All right. Monday Night Football: Eagles at Cowboys. Jalen Hurts, you start. Sanders, you start. Uh, Devonte, I would be okay with starting. Rager is how Dallas defense is bad. Yeah, yeah, I'd start everyone honestly. Awesome, the Cowboys. I'd start everyone. Start everyone. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be a high school game too, I think. Yeah. Tony Pollard, mm-hmm. interesting how he's sharing snaps now. He's go. really got that uh, role established now, really. I'm telling you, dude. Nando really, Nando really, he's a, he's a, he really drinks his people, bro. Say the Patriots. It's Mounds back week, though. <laughs> yeah, it's dude, it's Mounds back week. I'm telling yeah, so, you. You, you. How much money did you put on? It's because you don't you don't believe that's how much how much do you, 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 ha- you how have much no hope. tell me you have no hope you said you played in a fifty dollar league right that's just one league <laughs> and I know you had like six so how many how many leagues did you draft Zeke in in your six leagues like half <laughs> concerning how many le- oh yo <laughs> how many leagues did you draft a uh, Najee and G I'm like through two or three. I got most player I have in all my leagues is CD Lamb. I name everyone on my team CD's nuts. <laughs> yeah, CD's pretty fire. No cap. Yeah, I like him a lot. So he's the only one player I have in like almost every one of my leagues. Literally, only two players I have in my leagues that like I have in like at least three leagues: Mike Davis, Austin Echo. I have Austin Echo in a lot of leagues. Yeah. I have Scary Terry in, I think, all my leagues. How? How? What the fuck you mean no, how? I mean, I, I took Scary Terry in uh, one of No, them. I couldn't get him. I was, either, I was at the top of the draft or the back end of the draft, and I never got Scary. 
pisses me off I didn't get Nick Chubb in a single league. I know. Nick Chubb is a winner. I literally joined the league so I could draft Nick Chubb and then someone picked him right before me. And that's because Nando told you to draft Zeke and so you didn't pick up Chubb. Goddamn. He's always <laughs> You're already bringing down one person. Can't you just drown yourself, dude? Why do you have to like bring everybody down with you? Dude, I'm telling you, you guys just need to trust the process. It has not worked for the Sixers. I don't think it's going to work for you. <laughs> or Zeke. Or Zeke, yeah. Or Zeke. All right. I think that is going to do it for this episode. Make sure to like, follow, and subscribe on Spotify under Sports Council. We're also on iTunes as well as Amazon Music. And follow us on Twitter at Bay Council. Uh, any final thoughts, you guys? Anything you want to say? No promises. Um, okay. Saquon Revenge Week. Okay, they definitely Revenge Week. Sell Lockett. I'm telling you, he will he will make you cry once you have him as your wide receiver two, and he drops you like 1.7 points. It's just start not going to be James. Good start James Robinson, everyone. <laughs> I don't care. Don't care Nan- who the matchup is. Nan- Nando, say it, bro. Say it, dude. They went. Clyde's gonna have a twenty-point PPR game. Zeke is gonna go for over one hundred fifty yards this week. I know we're saying. I know you're trying to jinx your players. So just say the Patriots suck. Say the Patriots want. We need to make sure someone checks up on these. Oh, don't worry, don't worry. I'll I'll check up. (laughs) You can tabs, bro. Yeah. Definitely. He he owns all our listeners like a buck. Whoever drafted Zeke, dude. Exactly. If you guys have any bold takes, make sure to send it to us on Twitter and Bay Council. We'd love to hear your brands of bold mistakes this week. Yes, and we'll bring them up. Alright, that's gonna do it. So long guys. Later.